let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. KFI AM640, you're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We've got some good stuff uh, to get into this hour. Uh, coming up at 2.30, 3.30, right? It's already 3.30. We're going to talk about uh, why the executive editor of the Los Angeles Times suddenly resigned. And uh, a a news website has um, done an autopsy (laughs) on what happened at the L.A. Times. And it turns out, it's quite amusing, the L.A. Times uh, editorial staff, the newsroom, is in complete disarray. It's it's a total zoo because uh, apparently the owner, Patrick Sunchiang, and his daughter, who's a radical, they are both interfering in the news coverage so much, it's making everybody crazy. And that's a big reason why the executive editor decided to quit. And Sun Xiang is a doctor. He knows uh, medicine, but he doesn't know journalism. And the, uh, the daughter's an out-and-out extremist. And apparently they've been uh, driving everybody in the newsroom crazy. And that's why you see so much nonsense in the LA Times. It just reads like this uh, left-wing propaganda blog. Uh, we'll tell you about it. It is it is really actually funny. Uh, it's a shame what's happened, what they've done to the Times. They've really destroyed it. But what are you going to do? Uh, let's go to CaliforniaGlobe.com. Uh, they're one of the news sites on the Internet that is replacing traditional newspapers because they do uh, regular journalism, investigative journalism. We have Katie Grimes coming on with us from California Globe. And uh, she has discovered that in Sacramento, they are opening a uh, a tiny apartment complex for the vagrants, four hundred seventy eight thousand dollars a unit. 
$478,000 for 280 square feet. You know how much that is on a per square foot basis? Over $1,700. You know what the uh, cost of real estate in Sacramento is right now? 300 to 400 per square foot. 300 to 400, and for the tiny homes, it's 1,700. Courtesy of the Sacramento mayor, Daryl Steinberg. Let's talk to Katie Grimes now. How are you, Katie? Hi, John. I'm well. Thank you. Well, obviously, this is nuts. Uh, how did this happen? Oh, how does anything happen like this? It's other people's money. Um, I've been following this project because this particular building in downtown Sacramento is kind of kitty corner from the Capitol, and my old office was just next door to it. And so I was very, very familiar. It used to be this old kind of SRO type of old hotel that was housing for low-income disabled adults who actually paid rent to live there. Well, our illustrious mayor um, kicked them all out and uh, decided to turn it into tiny, tiny, tiny apartments. These are like medium RV-sized. And obviously, we were very critical of that from the beginning because the paying residents had to go find housing somewhere else, which the city did not help them do. But we knew this was going to be turned into another Taj Mahal project in Sacramento like the others. So developers are making, you know, big, big bucks on these. This is project home key money, courtesy of um, uh, the governor. Taxpayers are paying for all of this is the bottom line. Uh, and then this particular project, Governor, um, uh, sorry, uh, Mayor Steinberg announced the other day how excited he was that he was, you know, finally moving in the new guests, the unhoused. Because in Cal in Sacramento, they're not criminals, drug addicts, mentally ill, you know, walking zombies who poop on the sidewalk. They're unhoused. So he announced he was moving them in the other day, and I started doing the math on this and went, no way. $1,707 per square foot. As I pointed out, this is the size of a medium-sized recreational vehicle that you could buy for a lot less than that. So they're spending $478,000, really, for a 280-square-foot a living space? Yes. It is that's, hard to believe. I mean, that, obviously, that's almost a half a million dollars, which is more than the median housing price in the United States. Well, exactly. And, and one of the things we also did, uh, one of our, our wonderful contributors, Thomas Buckley, did is he started looking at real estate for sale in Sacramento and found a neighborhood uh, with comparable prices and found a three bedroom, two bath house with a lovely backyard, lovely front yard for four hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. All right. Who's making out on this? Is there some kind of uh, politically connected developer? that did the I'm retrofitting on, on this building who contributes heavily maybe to Daryl Steinberg? Of course. You know that's a huge part of it. And it's a developer whose signs I see around downtown Sacramento. It's a big one. Um, but we also have all these NGOs, these non-governmental organizations and nonprofits attached to all this homeless money, which is why I described the homeless living in Sacramento. I remember we have more you know, per capita than any other city in the state right now. These people have a bounty on their head, but it's, it's, a, it's a good bounty, according to the politicians, because the more we have, the more money they get to spend on these development projects. So this has become a lucrative racket for everyone involved. Oh, this is the very definition of corruption. 
and, and I would love to see some. I, I'm I'm praying that some really really creative go-getter attorneys decide to start filing class action lawsuits against these city mayors because this is outright corruption. It is such an abuse not only of their own power but an abuse of taxpayer funds. I mean, this is we've got we've got a lot of problems in Sacramento and all the other cities in the state as well. Uh, and there are other examples, John, of programs that actually help people transform their lives that cost, and I mean a fraction of, of what we're spending on developing these, you know, old hotels into fancy apartments. They also never discuss the behavior of all these vagrants no. and, and the drug no. addiction and mental illness that leads to that behavior. Exactly. And when they That's get... I said. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Uh, that's why I said we're taking bets on how quickly these places will be trashed, like every other, you know, RV or tiny home or, you know, motel room that you put these people in. They, I mean, we're joking and saying two months. I'll bet it's a week because they will unhinge anything from the walls they think they can sell if it means getting more heroin or meth, which are the two favorite drugs in Sacramento. So there's no drug and alcohol restrictions? No restrictions. They're supposed to be getting help. Uh, and coincidentally, help. What, what Mayor is that Steinberg help? Has, yeah, Mayor Steinberg uh, opened up a nonprofit his last year in the state Senate while he was there, got it funded via taxpayer funds, and uh, it is supposed to be helping the mentally ill. So I'm sure his own nonprofit will be going to, you know, knock on the doors of these folks and offer them all the help they can take. People in Sacramento, I know it's a really yeah. bad homeless situation there. And Steinberg has been mayor for a long time. How, how, how long are they going to put up with this? Because not only is it extremely unpleasant to have all these crazy drug addicts and mental patients running around, but Steinberg is enabling this whole mess. And now, and, and now everybody on the gravy train is getting rewarded. Yeah, it, it is. I don't, I don't see voters doing much different because... The neighborhood that I live in attached to downtown is full of lobbyists, lawyers, uh, and state employees all attached to government. So, you know, they like voting in their own raises and their benefits and things. You know, they want status quo. The good news is we have a district attorney who is kicking butt oh, yes. in this city. And he's filed a lawsuit against the city of Sacramento. And what's so interesting, I was listening to your last segment, our district attorney is saying... He's not arguing the Martin v. Boise case or the Grants Pass case. He's saying you have failed to arrest these vagrants for committing the crimes they're committing on the streets. Yeah, we've had him on. He's good. What's He's his great. name? I forgot his name. His name is Tian Ho. Tian Ho, that's right. No, yeah, I, I, yeah, I hope he gets somewhere with these arguments. Because yeah, somebody's got to fight it. back for, for the normal people. This this has gone on way yeah. too long now. This has gone on like six, seven years all across the state. Yeah. And it's just. Well, yeah. And, and what our DA has pointed out that um, Sacramento, you know, has not only failed to abate the homeless crisis, you know, here in the city of Sacramento and have not filed the crimes, uh, you know, against these, these people, you know, committing unbelievable crimes, um, that. Our Sacramento homeless crisis exploded by more than 250% in just seven years, coincidentally, when Mayor Daryl Steinberg was elected. Right. I think Sacramento has the worst uh, ratio of homeless to population in the state among major cities. We do. Yeah. We do.
Yes, it's, it's, it's atrocious. Well, Katie, thank you very much. You do great work. Thank you, John. Appreciate all, it. All right. Katie Grimes from uh, CaliforniaGlobe.com, and you ought to read her story. Uh, headline, $478,000 per unit, homeless tiny apartments, now open in Sacramento. When we come back, uh, we are going to tell you about the Chinese Communist Party executive who is able to buy 200,000 acres of farmland in Oregon, and nobody in government knew about it. Or if they did, they didn't tell anybody. Uh, it's a true story. Coming up next. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. We have uh, room at the Moist Line in. We have vacancies on the Moist Line. So go to 877-MOIST-86, 877-MOIST-86, and we could take uh, all your contributions. Uh, so uh, get to it or uh, liquor yourself up and get to it later tonight. All right, here's uh, here's something that's hard to believe, but it's true. There is a member of the Chinese Communist Party. His name is Chen Tian Kuo. And he's an executive with the Chinese Communist Party, according to news reports. And he is uh, has a $26 million state in Los, estate in Los Angeles. Anybody know this guy? Uh, he has a $39 million Manhattan townhouse. He joined the Chinese Communist Party when he was 18. And he's risen through the executive ranks. And he made the news this week. Because it turns out, nine years ago, he bought 200,000 acres of farmland in Oregon. It's, this is according to Land Report, a magazine that focuses on private land ownership in the United States. Now, you may be wondering, well, what's the big deal? Well, uh, there, the government is supposed to uh, regulate this sort of thing. You don't want your farmland to be purchased by our enemies. I mean, the Chinese Communist Party does not wish us well. And if they have one of their rich members um, buying 200,000 acres of farmland, that, that's a bad thing because our uh, ability to grow food is as important as anything. It's, li it's literally a national security issue. And that... Uh, that should have been uh, the Biden administration should have been aware of this. Well, for that matter, should uh, so should the Obama administration and the Trump administration. Somebody allowed this to happen. The his purchase does not appear in government records. See, you, they, they 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 keep track of land ownership by foreign investors for obvious reasons, right? You don't want foreigners controlling our land. I mean, already it's reported that the Chinese like to buy land up around our military bases. Uh, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik from New York blamed it on the Biden administration dropping the ball. But if he bought this in 2015, that's three administrations that have dropped the ball. Um, she's been on top of uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture to uh, keep track of this better. It's uh, apparently nobody, nobody in the U.S. government is paying attention. And the Chen's purchase doesn't appear in government records. Now, the law is foreign investors. It has to be reported. Any 
purchase of American agricultural land has to be reported within 90 days of the transaction. Uh, and whenever it's the Chinese Communist Party buying large tracts of land, you have to be suspicious. Because what purpose would that be? Is this, is this, it's this, I, this guy's idea of an investment? By the way, he's the co-founder of the Shanda Interactive Entertainment Company. So why does he need all that farmland for? You know, it's bad enough Bill Gates is, is buying up huge tracts of farmland too. I don't trust him either. I might trust the Communist Party before I trust Bill Gates. It's really curious. When, 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 when guys like that get too much money and they don't know what to do with the money, mayhem is next. There's no, re no reason for people to be hoarding farmland. All right. Now, this story is going to amuse me. We'll get to it in just minutes after uh, Deborah's news. You may not know and you may not care that uh, Kevin Morita has resigned as uh, executive editor of the Los Angeles Times. And we know the thing is, uh, is a gasping corpse right now. But... There is a story in therap.com, that's uh, largely an entertainment news site. Uh, they, they do serious stories. And um, apparently, uh, Patrick Sunxiang, the owner, and his uh, activist daughter have driven so many people in the newsroom crazy. And the newsroom has also been invaded by all kinds of uh, anti-Israeli fanatics. And finally, uh, Kevin Merida had enough and just up and quit with little notice. Uh, and because because apparently uh, Sun Xiang, who knows nothing about journalism, and his daughter, who knows nothing, have been sticking their beaks into news coverage. And that's why the LA Times is such a, an awful mess and really useless to the average person. We'll get into that because I'm really going to enjoy this. Coming up. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice see a plan for complete terms judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. 
That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. We're on from 1 until 4. Then after 4 o'clock, John Kobelt show on demand. We had a lot of good stuff today on the podcast. Uh, we, uh, well, I don't have time to go through it all. It's all good stuff. Just uh, go listen to it. Conway coming up after four o'clock. Okay. I've been, I've been looking through this story here for a couple of hours and, uh, I, uh, you, you, you know, the, the LA times used to be, you know, it was, the, it used to be the second largest metropolitan daily newspaper in the country. Uh, they, they just, they had a huge uh, newsroom. Uh, I, you remember years ago, how thick the LA times was on a Sunday, uh, it was like dropping a set of encyclopedias on your front uh, stoop. Uh, it, it, it was heavy. It was filled with advertising. And um, uh, a series of bad owners destroyed it. And then they went full left-wing, full woke, full off-the-map progressive. Just every, everything was opinions. The headlines, not just the columns, right? But, but the news story is progressive. The headlines progressive. The news judgment, everything full-on progressive. And it was entertaining to read only in that you wonder how you wonder about that fringe. It's like a six percent fringe in this country that that bought into all the progressive woke stuff. It, it, it's kind of entertaining to see what they think is important and how they frame their arguments. But it's it's exhausting after a while. Anyway, Patrick Sunchiang, uh, who's a uh, medical billionaire, he bought the uh, paper a few years ago for five hundred million dollars. And uh, since then, it's done nothing but lose hundreds of millions of dollars more. Uh, he has he's losing uh, at least 50 million a year. Uh, he has told people he's put in a billion dollars into the L.A. Times, a billion dollars. And uh, he, he threw in an extra 300 million in cash over the last five years just to keep the doors open on top of the 500 million that he paid to the old owners. On top of the fifty billion dollars a year uh, that he uh, that that he's losing on an annual basis, so it totals up to about a billion dollars. And there's nothing he's done that has gotten any more uh, any more readers. In fact, the readership and this is online readership is down to five hundred and fifty thousand, and they need a million to a million and a half just to be viable million to a million and a half. And if you add up their online with their uh, actual paper readership, you, you don't even have half that. So it, it, it's, it's terrible. I mean, he can close the thing tomorrow and just walk away and, and just cut his financial losses because he's not one of these guys that's had, that has you know $200 billion like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. I, I think he's got eight. Eight billion, right? So you you can't. There's not. There's only so many billions you can afford to lose. Anyway, his executive editor, uh, Kevin Marita, quit the other day with uh, hardly any notice, and he'd only been on the job uh, for less than three years. In fact, his contract still had five months to go. The Wrap.com interviewed about a half a dozen individuals close to the L.A. Times news operation. And Marita had no relationship with Sun Xiang. It had broken down because Sun Xiang and his uh, wacky daughter keep interfering in newsroom decisions. And they wouldn't give Marita independence as executive editor. Uh, 
here was the final straw. Sun Xiang and his activist daughter, Nika, told Kevin Morita uh, that they disagreed that Morita had disallowed 20 newsroom journalists from covering the Israel-Gaza war. Basically, they were blocked from covering the war for 90 days because these 20 journalists had signed a public statement condemning Israel, therefore supporting the murderous, raping terrorists. Um, Sun Chiang said he was disappointed that he wasn't informed in advance, suggesting he might have stopped the decision. Sun Chiang also disagreed with other health science coverage. And he's a science researcher by trade. And um, there was a disagreement on how to run the newsroom, and Marita just got uh, fed up with it. Sun Chiang and Marita hardly ever met. They would only talk by phone or text. Marita was never given a clear budget. And last year was big cuts in the newsroom and more financial losses. And Marita didn't, wasn't sure just how much money he'd get from year to year to keep the place running. And he'd spent 22 years at the Washington Post. And he was chairman of ESPN's editorial board. So he was a big player in journalism. He comes to the LA Times and it's just it's a mental patient place uh digital advertising uh never really took off and there's no way for them to make enough money to to live now this latest problem three dozen times journalists signed a statement condemning israel and demanded that the newsroom the newsroom start using language like apartheid ethnic cleansing and genocide to refer to the Israeli military. Like, no mention of what Hamas did, right? They don't address that at all. Now it's Israel that's committing apartheid, ethnic cleansing, and genocide. So Kevin Morita ordered those journalists to be taken off. They were disallowed from writing about Gaza for 90 days and told everybody, hey, do you remember the ethics and fairness policy? The policy says that a fair-minded reader of the Times news coverage should not be able to discern the private opinions of those who contribute to that coverage. Oh, that is rich. You can tell in every article what the political leanings are of the writer. Yeah, that's some policy. Apparently, it was, uh, it was uh, the daughter, Nika, who uh, made a stink about the coverage. Now, Nika Sunxiang is 30 years old. She is rabidly anti-Israel. Her social feed has a Palestinian flag in her bio. There you go. And she has a tweet pinned to the top of her uh, top of her X feed comparing uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu with the racist founder of Rhodesia, Cecil Rhodes. Uh, Nika Sunxiang says it's not journalistic malpractice to describe the state of Israel as an apartheid state. This is well established in international law. It's the legal term for unlawful killing, torture, killing, torture, forcible transfer and denial of basic rights. Again, no mention of what Hamas did to Israel on October 7th. Um, hardly anybody. This was really humorous. Hardly anybody had contact with Kevin Morita. He has been the main boss for almost three years, uh, but he joined during 
the pandemic, so he was introduced over Zoom. So people only see him as a Zoom image. Listen to this. Nearly the entire staff has been working remotely for almost three years. They never went back to the office at the El Segundo Times. You think it's empty here? It's Soon Xiang ordered a stay-at-home policy in March of 2020 and hasn't lifted it yet. Nobody's been told to go back to the newsroom. If, for some reason, they do, they still have to wear a mask. <laughs> so if everybody at the L.A. Times has to wear a mask when they go to the newsroom, not that anybody does, do you trust their coverage on COVID? Do you trust their... No wonder they're so hysterical. They, they constantly have coronavirus stories still to this day. Almost every day. It's always apocalyptic warnings. And this is why. They're all in a panic state because they're, they're, not, they're not allowed to take off their mask at work. There's a lot of tension. There was a lot of tension between Marita and Sun Xiang. Sun Xiang likes to get involved in the journalism. He has very strong opinions about journalists and journalism. If you, <laughs> there was never a ton of trust there. You always have to teach Patrick about the stuff journalists do, ethical things, things we cover and don't cover. But Patrick wasn't trying to learn. There's also no publisher or CEO of the LA Times, no clear leader who's driving the business vision. What a minute. Why, why don't they give up? Just give up, write it off, close up. Their product is garbage. I've been telling you, it's garbage. Look. My God, they're still wearing masks at the LA Times. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. We, we told you earlier in the hour that in, in Sacramento, the mayor there, Daryl Steinberg, is proudly announcing they have built these tiny homes at nearly $500,000. Well, it's tiny apartments, 500000 a pop, almost. And they're 280 square feet. So you do the math, these tiny apartments are going for 1700 a square foot. And um, the rest of the real estate in Sacramento is going for three to 400 a square foot. So here's another one. Karen Bass today is uh, traveling to Washington, D.C. Karen Bass, of all things, is going to, uh, she's going to, um, run a conference discussing homelessness. Um, she's, she's chairwoman of the conference's task force on homelessness. She's also a member of the advisory board. What is she going to tell them? Like, what wisdom could you possibly get from Karen Bass? She's going to tell other mayors across the country why. How to increase the mayor population. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you want to increase homelessness 10% every year, here's what we do. Conway and Thompson. Hey now, All right. Look at this. Mark Thompson. I'm here. loving it. I'm loving it. Oh, this is exciting. Yes. Tuesday's uh, my favorite I day love, of the week. I, I like the new John Cobill. Thank you. Know, he's a lot just of got, energy. Yeah, yeah a lot look, of energy. You look better, too. Cranked right? up. Uh, that other guy was holding you back. Yeah, you lost <laughs> the dead weight. Right. Um, we have uh, Dr. Ray Kashari. He didn't come in, come on last night because he was watching football. <laughs> 
<laughs> he didn't want to concoct a better excuse than that. <laughs> no, but I love how uh, how honest he is. He's like, no, I just forgot. I wasn't I watching was football. I was watching the game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think he, he made the right choice. I totally, uh, 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 you know, Jack, I, you I, I respect done that. that too. <laughs> I respect that. We were watching the game. You just couldn't hear it. I made that mistake before, too. Um, back when I was working for another radio station in town, uh, we were Steckler and I were doing a radio show while yeah. the Lakers were playing Game right. Seven against Boston yeah. or whoever it was. And I said, "Nobody's listening to this. Let's just put the microphone near the TV and broadcast the game." And evidently, so we did twenty minutes of that. And evidently, I guess the NBA licenses that. Oh yeah, uh, you didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I was aware of that the next day. $26 million lawsuit. Is that right? Did yeah. they file a $26 million no, they lawsuit? They wanted $26 million. Oh, you don't have that. What, uh, uh, I don't know. No, I, I fortunately, a friend of mine works for the NBA, and he was able to run some interference. <laughs> I didn't know wow. that. Uh, that that's, a, that's some gangster stuff going on there. <laughs> I don't know. $26 million. Uh, $26 million lawsuit, and a friend of mine just made it go away. <laughs> good friend. Very good friend. <laughs> exactly how did that happen? There's more to the story here. <laughs> well, look, I'm not the only one that has been uh, gone after legally for something they said on the air. Right. My dad was sued for $21 million. Uh, for for saying somebody's phone number on the air, I'll tell that. I'll tell <laughs> wow. that story. Again. I know we'd have time here, but I'll tell that story. Okay, again. all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's a criminal family. Yes, yeah. it is the crime mob. Yeah, yeah. Very, very proud. At least you know their magic number is twenty million. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how much this man uh, makes when he goes on a cruise and gambles. That's true. <laughs> I do big big money on the cruise. Have you ever taken a cruise with him? No. Oh, we should do, do it. No, we should though. That yeah. would be entertaining. That really would. You could I, you I, could share a cabin. You'd never see each other. I, I know. I would sit and watch him lose all his money. That would be entertaining. For uh, me. I would. I'd change my rhythm if John was with me. John, I wouldn't spend as much time. In the have you ever gambled? Tiny bits. What, what's that? Ten grand on a race. <laughs> Compared to your net worth, $10 on a slot machine? Oh, Seriously. really? Oh, no, I don't. I never do. No. Oh, I, 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 I I'll, I'll get you into it. I get upset if I just blow $10. It bothers me. Is that right? Mm, it really does. Mm, something going on with you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to enjoy yourself more, Johnny. <laughs> got to enjoy yourself. Now that this, this load is off your back, you can enjoy yourself again. <laughs> now that Ken is gone, is that what you're saying? That's right. Wow. That's probably what he's doing in his free time. He's, he's probably, probably gambling. gambling. He enjoys himself. He, he goes likes to, going to He goes to Ram games. He yeah. goes to sporting events. Sure. He gambles. He guys lives. Have, guys he lives. a great life. Yeah. Right? You know, you, you uh, wake up to Deborah. You work with Deborah, and you go home to Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your life. You know you have a point there. I don't know. <laughs> if it ain't broke, though, it, it, it seems to be working. <laughs> well, I'll take you to the track this weekend. Yeah, you know, one day I want to go with you. Yeah, because I got to go with your I wanna, wife. I, I want to watch him gamble. I want to go with you to the track. I want to see. But your uh, wife knows who's going to win. She's going to pick in horses. She's almost psychic about okay. that. Yeah. Right. Ding dong. Okay. Well, Conway's. Yeah. And, and Thompson's here. So Dr. Ray will join us. Yeah, Dr. The takeaway there. There's yeah. a football o'clock. game tonight. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Crozier live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 